0: Live from Oakland and San Leandro slash Bay Area, it is the underpaid and the underqualified with your host, Vince. in Jaw and East Bay.
1: <laughs> the word yeah. you're looking for is East Bay.
0: Yeah, hopefully we don't have to pay too many royalties to SNL for me totally ripping them off. Was that obvious that that was an SNL ripoff?
1: I don't watch SNL enough, to be honest. Oh, wait. Actually, that does sound familiar now that I think about it. <laughs> you bought the spirit we talked about earlier? Memory's not that good.
0: <laughs> all right, works for me. Does um, I'm going to assume that means nobody noticed? But um, yeah, so we're back another week, another uh, life in quarantine, as they call it now. Um, how's life going for you, Jeff?
1: Yeah, funny thing, Bay Area is extended until the end of May. Half of California right now is borderline rioting because they're getting sick of being shelter in place, not being able to work, all that good stuff. Michigan apparently is open, and people have stormed the gates or stormed the uh, government
0: office with guns. Um, And Missouri is allowing concerts this Monday As long as you stay in six yeah. feet apart <laughs> And the funny
1: thing is that SoCal, because they had a heat wave LA has a spike right now in COVID cases Because last week may or may not be direct correlation But they all went to the beach So
0: I'm sure it's just a coincidence yeah. Absolutely no direct correlation Total coincidence
1: It could be coincidence It could be direct correlation It's been a week incubation It takes about two
0: weeks Up to two weeks to incubate For the disease. So that's true. Doesn't it? It wasn't the soonest, like up to two days. That's like the soonest reported time it can take.
1: Yeah. So the fastest it can uh, incubate is about two days. The
0: slowest, supposedly, it could be longer, is two weeks. I heard some people like reported a month. Like some people that have had like no contact with like outside world who have done the quarantine like super conservatively, like have only ordered groceries and whatnot, still get it. Like, and it's taken like some cases up to a month, but then again, I don't know. That could be.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the scary part. And a lot of people, like, I totally understand the justification to want to reopen different communities because, well, these communities are hurting. Pay, um, domestic violence is up because everybody's locked in. and All these wife beater or like husband beaters, whatever, are nothing better to do. But I mean, at the same time. We're kind of in a no-win situation. One's less worse than the other.
0: Yeah, I think there's kind of a breaking. I think a lot of people are wondering, like, okay, obviously we, like, need to have health as, like, the main priority, but at a certain point, is the economy just going to be totally fucked? (laughs) Like, is there, are we ever going to, like, go back to regular life? Because, I mean, there's so many layoffs, I can't believe it. Like, just, have you scrolled through, like, your LinkedIn feed and just seen so many people be like, yeah, I got laid off, looking for work, you know, type of thing? Yeah, because
1: half my company got laid off.
0: Damn. But you weren't yeah. in the half? No, I wasn't the half. So Nice. Good job.
1: That's <laughs> a
0: Um Yeah, I don't know. Scary times. That's no, the, it dude. Is. Florida. The uh, the guy who went to the beach dressed as the Grim Reaper.
1: <laughs> I was like some kind of lawyer or something like that was I'm doing this for the sake of others because honestly, let's be real. There's certain things I shouldn't be open, and there's certain things that we should really keep like close and maybe phase in stuff like that. Yeah. Also a lot of people are jumping the gun. Like there's this um I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to publicize it. But then this, like, there's this Facebook video guy that I used to follow because his gym videos were super funny, right? Okay. They're more on the comedic end. But then, now, but then his videos became more and more like alpha male, like I'm a freaking badass. Girls like want to sleep with me kind of thing, right?
0: He's a gym guy? Like he works out and you follow him? Yeah. And then he made funny videos at first. Like, uh, mostly okay. funny
1: videos. But then it became more and more like I'm an insecure alpha male, suck my dick kind of thing.
0: Dang! And man, I'm he, super curious who this is. I'll, I'll have to ask you after. <laughs> I'll tell you
1: about it, but I just don't want to promote him just because I'm like boycotting this kind of BS. Yeah, but he because had our audience
0: pool is so big. We don't want our 20 followers to listen to him.
1: <laughs> hey, 20 less followers for him means less money for him and more money potentially for us. That's true. Boom. Yeah. No. But um, and then he had a whole rant video of like, "All right, you guys seem to be the experts. You tell me what when we should open the uh, country again, because I really want to go to to the gym." and go to the bar and bang people but
0: <laughs> my
1: best friend or something like my really close friend who has lung cancer just caught covid so i understand the repercussions but i think we should open the country but you internet people seem to know better than me and i'm like you sound super insecure and super annoying
0: i'm like so right. i like yeah. you again Well, I don't know. I mean, some people do change. I mean, sometimes you like someone and they just get progressively douchier over time. But uh, I'm just surprised if he's like a YouTuber who makes enough money to just make YouTube videos. And he has like a fitness channel. Doesn't he have his own home gym?
1: Yeah, That's what I was thinking. Like part of it was like, why don't you just work out at home? And then, I mean, I don't know. Chatter bait, chat roulette, whatever is a thing.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I got to be honest. too. Yeah. Like. I bet. I bet the reason he's doing that is just because he wants to show off in public. <laughs> yeah. So then,
1: I'll, I'll, for me, it was like straw that broke the camel's back. So I just unfollowed him because that's the only way you really can. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, kind of sick of hearing this kind of stuff. I'm gonna that's go back it. to playing
0: video games. <laughs> <laughs> and I fair. was like the small group of people he made fun of. That's a better. That's a better way to spend time. I think. <laughs> Don't want to profit off that. Don't want to give any profits to that douche. But um. Oh, real quick, did you ever see the uh, movie Parasite? Uh no, I really wanted to though. It's uh I'll Dang probably it. see it before quarantine's over. Alright, cool. Well, anyways,
1: so there's a noodle dish that they made in there, right? And I decided to make that noodle dish earlier today.
0: Oh yeah, I saw your Instagram story. It said Parasite Noodle. I thought that was like your way of saying this is like terrible ramen and I hate it. <laughs> I mean if you saw the next post after that, then yes. Um <laughs> No, I don't I don't pay enough attention to you to follow two of your stories, John, just one. <laughs> anyways. Yeah, That's kidding.
1: Quick review, quick rant because honestly I haven't ranted about anything in a while. All right. I'm ready for it. Bring it on. It's pretty stinking awful. (laughs) Really? Um, So the idea is that you're mixing two different types of uh, instant noodles together and all the flavors together. Right. And what I've heard in the past is some people are like, it's actually kind of whatever. And other people like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like those Mm -hmm. are the only two responses that I heard.
0: Is it like white people who like cup of noodles and don't know anything about authentic ramen who say it's amazing?
1: No, it's as all Asians. It's like a polar response from the Asian community.
0: Half and the white people loved hate it. it. Huh? Do white people hate it or is it mixed?
1: I don't know about their response, but I'm just, I just see it mostly on like subtle Asian traits or subtle Asian eats. Uh, interesting. But yeah, so a lot of people are like, it's pretty whatever. And a lot of people are like, this is amazing. Oh my gosh, this movie's genius for producing <laughs> that. And then, I, honestly, yeah, I kind of screwed up on the uh, procedure on how to make the noodles, but when I had it, I'm like, it's heavy, and it tastes pretty... Why Why was this popular? Or I mean, I get why it was popular, but I was like, why is this a thing? Mm. It's pretty bad.
0: Now I'm curious to try because I feel like we have some interesting debates on things. Like, for example, Uncut Gems, and then uh, The Indivisible Man, you hated it, my brother loved it. <laughs> All right, but that's not your opinion, though. Uncut Gems,
1: I will... Okay, I'll say this for the record. I will watch it with somebody else if they play it for me, if you're telling me to waste my own time to watch it, I would literally do almost anything else. Why would I waste any more of my time on this?
0: Well, this is a whole other debate. I feel like we fully explored the Uncut Gems thing, so I don't want to go into that. But in terms of better ways to spend your time, I got two good ways to spend your time, Joe. You ready for them? Where are they? All right. So in quarantine time, obviously, I've been – Doing what everyone else has been doing, a.k.a. nothing. But in that nothing, <laughs> Netflix is a big thing like most people. And uh, just recently started a new show. And I'm very curious if you'd like it because it's similar to Stranger Things, but different enough that I think you might it might find that niche. It might thread the needle so you would like it. Like Specifically, it's a show called Dark. You ever heard of it? I feel like I
1: have. And because I had the title of Dark, I got my interest. But I never watched it.
0: Yeah, I'd heard about it for like two years, and I just never got around to watching it. But funny enough, my brother actually recommended it again and said the because it has two seasons, and he said this, uh, both seasons were pretty good. Finally got around to watching it. God damn, dude, I I can't remember the last time I was like that hooked into a show. I mean, Mr. Robot maybe I guess those two are kind of on equal levels, but this show is like I've never had a harder time just stopping, like to the point where like you're like having a hard time staying awake just. Wanting to keep watching, but your body's telling you you have to sleep. Like, that was every day I was watching the show. So, 18 episodes that are each like an hour piece binged in like two days, probably.
1: So, <laughs> funny thing right now, I'm still watching, um, what's that thing called? Cowboy Community. Bebop.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, I
1: fish, I finished Cowboy Bebop. Nice. Um, I think you and I share the same sentiment on this one. It's like it's objectively good, but at the same time, it's still not my cup of tea.
0: Yeah, like, with Cowboy Bebop, to me, like, I wanted to like it. I I really wanted to. Like, the characters were very interesting and, like, had a lot of variety. And, like, the universe is very interesting. They created a big, like, ahead-of-its-time kind of thing for anime. And, like, the soundtrack's fucking awesome. It's so unique to have, like, big band jazz as, like, the music, not just, like, you know, your typical K-pop, whatever, for Asian soundtrack or uh, anime soundtracks. But, I don't know, something about it never hooked me in. I felt like the stories just always left me wanting more.
1: Yeah, that's what I agree with. It's like, I really did enjoy it to a degree. Like, I, it's like exactly like you said. I wanted to like it. It had so much potential. It was very different. It also had that, like, flair that I was like, I like where it's going. But then at the end, it was like, well, that was, I guess that was it.
0: Yeah, that was that was very much my feeling. Like the very, like I remember episode 26 when it and ended and I was just like that's it. Like <laughs> what happened to all those like loose ends with all the other other characters and like this main character too. Like it was it was one of those things I had to instantly like youtube a bunch of like uh, like those analysis deep analysis videos people put on it and even that didn't really help. It made me like appreciate it a little more, but I guess it's just I don't know, some things just, you know, aren't for you and I feel like yeah, it not be for us
1: definitely and it's like some people may argue i've had people say this to me it's like it's so good do you really need that much hand holding honestly um (laughs) that just pisses me off i hate honestly i hate what you just said like people who have said that to me i'm like i I I that kind of just pissed me off thoroughly but i'm gonna hold my tongue and just say agree to disagree (laughs)
0: yeah so that makes it worse when somebody's super smug about it just like you really don't get it like you really need an explanation it's like or do you not get it either and you're just trying to sound like a hipster idiot on the internet who just is ahead of the trend and likes the super obscure cool thing
1: yeah like i felt like a lot of it was all symbolism and i'm like all right this is super cool but kind of made me still feel like something's still missing we're still missing like a major like cornerstone in this
0: Yeah, maybe if the episodes were like, I kind of, I did like how each episode was very different. It was kind of like each week was a movie almost. But I feel like it might have been better suited if each episode was like an hour, you know, rather than 20 minutes. And then just some of the like loose ends were like nothing felt very climactic. Like it just felt like there were a lot of loose ends and like it was always like that was it. Like, okay. Yeah, so I'm wondering if it's like
1: we're just watching a little bit too late because this is an anime that came out like in the 90s, early 2000s? Yeah, like late 98 or
0: '99.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we're about like a little bit two decades too late, but I'm hoping that you know how John Cho uh he's he's the main protagonist for the live action cowboy bebop right Yes, yeah. And I believe that they're actually signed on for two seasons. So Yep, that's true. Yeah, decades, I did so hear about We'll you see. Uh frizzy hair
0: turn it off now.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I mean at this point I'm kinda like, we'll see. I'm hoping for good things, live action maybe. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: Yeah, they could modernize it. Who knows? Like, and I also like the guy that plays Spike. He was in a uh, Luke Cage season two, and he was really good. So, just be oh, cool, no,
1: solid. But yeah, no. So, I was watching which Community. Been binging on that. Sorry, not watching
0: Dark. But oh, gosh, <laughs> but you didn't know about Dark before, so Community <laughs> was
1: it? such. It, com, I'm not. I'm almost done, but such a heartbreak.
0: Is it like which season are you on?
1: I'm on season six, but the heartbreak is this. it's because I know the controversy and all the uh, the fighting back and forth on like the. The studio side and the actor side, oh, and so it's just watching like the series descent into failure, and it's like I wanted to do really well because I really enjoyed the first three seasons, but like it just got progressively worse and worse and worse.
0: Yeah, you know, I actually so I watched it like as it was coming on way back like 2011, 2012 ish. Okay, and I was like at the time I remember thinking season one and two were like really solid season three kind of lost me a bit. I like, I thought it was still good. Like season three has one of the best episodes. You remember the alternate timeline one, the dark time. Yeah. 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 One of the best episodes for sure. Like (laughs) I think everyone agrees. And then the thing that lost me was, you remember Troy, like doing the, uh, like the John Goodman was trying to recruit him as like a plumber or airport or, Mm -hmm. uh, air conditioning like repairman i was like this is just like i get like being weird but there's no payoff to this weirdness it's not funny it's just it's just weird for the sake of being weird that's like what made me stop watching <laughs> and then uh it was only recently that i actually started watching it again but um i don't know see like i actually when i stuck through to season three it surprised me more i was like okay season three is all right and then season four and five i haven't seen all the way through but i've seen a couple episodes that are still pretty funny
1: for me it was like season 3 was like the last good season season 4 that's where I was like that was getting kind of bad and then season <laughs> 5 was like oh, oh oh okay
0: and then i'm watching season 6 and i'm like i'm just sad
1: <laughs> it just yeah. like
0: I'm watching huh? i was going to say season 4 you know the showrunner left right
1: um no there's a lot of controversy behind it so it was very uh Chevy Chase was not playing nice about everything Dan Harmon and uh Chevy Chase was arguing a lot uh i think the uh, network ended up taking peer, um chevy chase aside or something like that so they let dan Harmon go but also he also uh i think he was sexually
0: harassing a writer i think they're yeah. friends now i did no i didn't hear about that so, so yeah it was interesting because chevy i think was notoriously difficult to deal with and he was like and joel McHale straight up said chevy like didn't like never thought the show was that good he was like he just thought it was okay like And uh, I think he was just kind of everyone kind of joked around at the time that he's difficult to deal with, but like off scenes that were kind of annoyed with them. And yeah, I don't know exactly why Dan Harmon left. I forget why he left for season four, but season four, they got two different showrunners. So I think everyone was a little like cautious, like how it was going to turn out. But um, yeah, then I remember like there was a thing where Dan Harmon, it was like a cast party um, where Chevy's family was there. Like all the like, cast actors families were there and then dan Harmon was giving a speech and then he thought he was being funny so he was like "Everybody, i'm your boss so you can't get fired say one two three fuck you chevy so like everybody said it and then chevy like was super embarrassed and was like my kids were there blah 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 and he like left his voicemail on dan Harmon's phone and he was like you're not even that funny you're just okay
1: <laughs> yeah i actually stumbled upon that article uh-huh. and so it it's was a lot of these things that happened. Did you know the Russo brothers actually directed some of these episodes?
0: Yeah, no, it's so funny. Cause actually like I did hear, I did know that at the time. I know Russo brothers directed some and um, like uh, Joe Russo was actually saying how like that actually kind of helped their experience for Avengers. <laughs> Cause like leading ensemble cast, which is pretty insane to me. I never would have thought community like would have influenced. Well, no,
1: some of the episodes they directed were the, uh, the paintball stuff and then some of those episodes were the highest rated episodes. So yeah, it, it was action-y, right? So for me, it's, okay, well, you're directing Marvel's, where's the action stuff? Oh, you directed some of the more action-y related community episodes. I could see that and just be yeah. helpful.
0: Yeah, and it's funny, because you can see some of those community episodes and see their directing style. Like, the uh, do you remember the debate one with the guy in the wheelchair season one? And then, yes. yeah, like, that is an episode they directed. And you can totally see the style. Like, if you watch, like, Captain America Civil War, and then that episode, you can kind of notice like similar uh, similar directorial elements. So, yeah. yeah.
1: So like it was one of those things where it's like the show came running; it had a lot going, and because of the off-screen stuff just they couldn't keep up with it, and so it, you can definitely see the progression, the changes they try to make. Um, they invited Dan Harmon back to try to sh- save the show, but even he said it went up. uh Danny Glover when he left to do uh, his Don- own, Don- Donald. Don- Donald Glover, you racist motherfucker. Thing. <laughs> hey, just kidding. You know it's not racist because I can't remember his
0: name. At least I can't you remember
1: say- most people's names.
0: At least you didn't say they were uh, they were father and son because <laughs> that's I think that would make it more racist.
1: But yeah, no. So, um, oh wait, right. Danny Glover's the other guy in Lethal Weapon. Glo-
0: yeah, like, uh, too old for this shit, guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But um, yeah, so that was the thing.
0: I'll, yeah, they said that – um or D- D- Dan Harmon looked back on the show, and he was saying, he's like, I tried to not say that the show was dead after Donald Glover left, but he's like, in all honesty, now that we're looking back on it, I could pretty much say the show was dead after Donald Glover left. It pretty
1: much was, and it, it, it was it, – yeah, no, it, it just was each season they tried to do what they could to save it, but it just kept crashing and crashing. And they just couldn't stop the bleed and they couldn't figure out how to fix it. Like Abed became more meta, which is actually really funny. (laughs) Which is like the actually last redeeming thing. Characters like Britta, which was like a total badass in season one, became the butt of people's jokes in season six.
0: Um, (laughs) You think Britta was a badass in season one?
1: No, she she came off stronger, right? She came off more like that persona, but then over time when the cult character development led her Character to be more dumber and dumber, and like basically almost like a dumb blonde.
0: That's funny. I actually have a totally different opinion. I always saw Britta as like the first couple episodes, like I'd say first half of season one. She's like this noble kind of like not as annoying version of like an SJW, and then like you kind of realize she's hypocritical and will like doesn't like compromises her values. Like there's that one scene in a later episode where she confesses that she only gives money to homeless people when people are watching or something like that, like stuff like that. I felt like by like the like the end of season one and season two like she was kind of known as that like they would also like use that term britta ing something basically mean fucking up something
1: i mean it still gave her some seriousness but it became kind of like season five and six became more of a you're just the butt of people's jokes now not as opposed to like oh you actually had serious character development and such like that and so for Uh. example like um finding i'm trying to think of like some examples of poorly written okay so about her parents we finally get introduced to bris parents and i'm just sitting there like okay well that felt like a throwaway episode it was just (laughs) basically her complaining Mm. as opposed to like there was something a little bit more to it you know
0: okay well i didn't see season five and six so that might what i'm thinking (laughs) i think
1: for me it was just like they had a lot of good plot points like the evil timeline like i have to message my friends i'm like guys please say that evil op-ed comes back they're like (laughs) yeah he does and when I saw the evil episode again, or the last evil episode, I just kind of the, stood there like, that was it.
0: Was that the season four? I, I remember I saw one was season four. I think it was a season four finale when Jeff is like about to graduate and then the evil timeline people come in and try to like fuck that up. Do you yeah. remember that? One? Was it that it was one? a
1: second to last, I think, season. It was either the second to last or the same, it, last two episodes? Something like that, yeah. Uh, okay,
0: um, yeah. Yeah, I was really good
1: really i felt it was very like we've kind of delayed these major plot points and we just only had one episode about it and that was it
0: oh could it be i didn't watch any season four i just watched that episode oh and then <laughs> i thought it was funny at least because i like the part where like you think this is a real thing like they've gotten super weird and then abed randomly at the end is like you know this is all in your head right and just like well if it's all in my head fuck this why don't i just wake up he's like god damn it jeff we've been trying to get make paintball relevant again go with it
1: well, that's the thing that's the one thing i like about the last few seasons where um abed is breaking that fourth wall and he's like i know this is a tv show um and he's being meta about it that's like literally the last redeeming thing about this show
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i think i was always nervous to watch season five and six because i had that similar feeling like dan harman's back on sure but like you also lost uh troy and pierce and i thought i mean even as difficult as Chevy Chase was to deal with, like I'm, I kind of liked the addition of this character. I feel like it's cemented like the weird kind of ensemble of like the diversity of everyone too. And then like Troy, obviously Troy's like a fan favorite. Everyone loves Troy and Abed too. And he's just like similar thing. Like he cemented just like that unique personality in the group. So losing both of them, I kind of think definitely like the others were great and it was still fine. I'm sure you can make like likable episodes, but like when you don't have the whole cast, definitely it's noticeable.
1: Yeah, it just became more and more silly. It didn't be it, I felt like before it was just some degree of seriousness, but still like hilarious. Like I remember laughing out loud. Like wow. literally just laughing out loud at certain points. I'm Watching the rest of like the series, I'm just in there like that's cute. <laughs> I'm just watching this now just because I can say I finished it. That's it.
0: <laughs> well if you laugh if you get tired of laughing, you should go to dark
1: <laughs> Talk <laughs> all it right. all back anyways uh, off of my digression onto our actual topic
0: yeah speaking of laughing but uh i'm almost debating ditching this entire topic because i feel like we got a good tangent on what we're watching
1: <laughs> oh, just going off the analysis of
0: community and dark yeah and part of me just wants to talk about dark <laughs> we could do that
1: i'm debating if we should just give up and just talk talking about dark all right let's just do it give up our all topic right, we can right. save for next week
0: <laughs> yeah exactly we'll have more time to prepare so dark All right, Ja, I'm going to try to sell you on Dark because I actually think you'd like this. I mean, Stranger Things, I could maybe – I was a little bit surprised you didn't like it, but looking back, maybe I can see why, but Dark – It's
1: one of those things where it's like – it's going like back to Uncut Gems. If y'all say it's good, then prove me wrong. I'm open to it, but you have to sit down and watch it with me because I'm not going to waste any more time because I've given it, to me, my honest effort – and enough hours where it's like, I don't want to sink any more hours and I'm gonna cut my loss from there.
0: Oh, you're talking about Stranger Things, right? Yes,
1: because I already watched four to five episodes and I was bored out of my mind.
0: Huh. Okay, yeah, so that's why I think, do you like time travel stuff?
1: Um. Okay, in one context, because I'm thinking of like something else and I'm pretty sure it's not what you're thinking of. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I'm thinking of Dark. Because <laughs> Dark oh, yeah. deals I'm with. We know time, time travel,
1: travel in terms of reconning and multiverse theory, and as long as we don't do multiverse theory,
0: we're good. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Then I think, yeah, there's a little bit right. like this. Basically, it's, this is like time travel in the sense of paradox. It's like the first episode starts with a quote about uh, from Albert Einstein. He said something like, the uh, difference between past, present, and future is a mere illusion, something like that. And it's basically the whole story is like this it's actually what's cool about it too is it's in uh it takes place in germany so all the characters um are speaking german it's actually dubbed in english and they all have like unique german names <laughs> it's, oh yeah so i, I remember see,
1: learning about this
0: yeah so that's kind of cool and like in unique on its own and also the way they speak it's kind of cool because it like i mean it is dubbed in english but it makes you feel like their culture isn't that different from us cuz it almost feels like it still could take place in us so that's kind of cool on one hand and Um, I think what's, it's just, I honestly, I can't remember the last show where I was just so overwhelmed and impressed with just how much work went into it. You can tell how much work went into it, both in terms of the casting and in terms of the stories, like the, the, it's, it's, it's time travel in a sense of paradox. It's not like changing things. It's like, like the way the present day that you experience is a result of all these like past and future interactions that happen that just keep on going and there's no way to break it that's kind of like the analysis and it's they're so like concise with it there's never any like you know like some people complain about Avengers Endgame that the time travel stuff was a little messy it didn't totally check out and then sometimes there's some like time travel stuff where you can tell the writers like made it up as they went it didn't totally make sense but this one just feels like they like really like did their homework and like dotted all their I's crossed their T's and made sure everything checked out and it comes across or like organically and the cast is insanely huge like when I remember when I was like looking up the cast and characters I never thought I would like actually remember everyone but like in a weird way there's not like like it's so easy to follow it's it's easy to follow but in a like way that you're challenging yourself and trying to like remember these characters so I don't know that's just kind of my brief spiel about it but uh it's only two seasons so far um it's not as it's similar to stranger things it's not like as it's, it's not like funny at all. It's more just dark and mature, which I think you might like more, but yeah. I like dark. <laughs> there you go. Just darkness. I like yeah, darkness. For, yeah, no pun intended. It's dark. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, you, I think you should at least give it like two, three episodes. And if you're not hooked by then, you probably won't let it.
1: <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, I really miss living with people in college where it's easier to get people and say, hey, let's give this a shot and watch it together. And you have somebody to talk to if you guys enjoy it or whatever to talk with. Cause currently right now in my living situation, there's nobody I can really do that with.
0: Yeah, that's that true. It does help when you have somebody to watch it with. Yeah, yeah. Cause like,
1: it's like, I'm watching it by myself and it's like, okay, well I got force myself. And when people are like, how do you not like it? Okay. First of all, you're a couple, you guys are watching it together. <laughs> you, you're just easily entertained. Cause you have a short attention span of, or like basically like you're just easily attracted to almost anything. As long as it just doesn't suck. Period. You're talking about your roommates. I'm just talking about friends in general. No. like I, I, I share a lot of like TV stuff with. Mm, okay. And so I it's think. like, okay, I can see why you guys enjoyed it because you guys had this and this. And it's like, I'm watching it by myself and I'm bored out of my mind because I'm not <laughs> doing anything else. No, but um, other stuff that people have recommended me to watch during this quarantine right now is Psych and Kim's Convenience.
0: Oh, wow. That's funny because Psych is like uh, Christine's absolute, like one of her top three, five favorite shows. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, literally after talking to Christine, right, I had another friend. I had a friend that reached out weeks before that said, hey, you should watch Psych. Shortly after talking to Christine last week, another friend also said, hey, you should watch Psych. And since it is on... Meant to
0: be. Just too many people keep recommending this.
1: <laughs> no, There's at least three people that have recommended me to watch Psych. Kin's Convenience, there's definitely a good amount of people. Uh-huh. That have as well. And my friend who is a, a Caucasian, he's like, yeah, I really appreciate Kin's Convenience because it doesn't feel like the minority all the minorities and there felt very natural as opposed to where some tv shows they say we have this middle eastern person specifically because he's a refugee Huh. interesting it was more just like oh they're just naturally there so he really appreciated that game's convenience yeah i've never heard
0: of this i'm googling it right now it's on netflix okay so Uh, there's an actor called simu lu yeah he's, uh, he's gonna be the guy in the new marvel uh shang chi
1: yep that's him that the uh, Kim's Convenience is actually the one that uh, uh made her break it for his career, really. Damn. All right. Yeah. So uh, people really do enjoy it. <laughs> You're
0: not one of them or you
1: haven't, I seen, haven't it? seen it? No.
0: Ah, okay. So it's on your list.
1: It's, it's one of those ones that's a lot of people are recommending me. A lot of people are like, Oh my gosh, for somebody who's watched like a ton of Asian stuff, you haven't watched this one.
0: Like, yeah, no. Yeah. It actually is oh. kind of surprising. Cause you do seem like you, you know, support your stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I've not into it. So like that is on my list. Um, Dark. I have heard about it. Uh, I remember when it first came out, it, it had a good amount of hype when it first came out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. I remember I first heard about it when it came out and I watched like one episode, but I just got distracted and never like revisited it. But I'm surprised. It's one of those things. I'm surprised it hasn't kind of taken the world by storm. It makes me wonder if it's kind of the German thing where People thought, like, I don't know, maybe a lot of Americans thought it would be too much of a cultural difference, and they didn't want to start it.
1: I feel like a lot of Americans are very ignorant when it comes to culture. It's like it has to somehow be in some some degree viral, I don't know. But in this case, I think it was just, it's a cultural foreign thing.
0: Yeah, it could be like Parasite. Like, Parasite is, like, an example contrary to that, that, like, broke through, and, like, people celebrated because of that. But Dark might have just not gotten enough hype to kind of break through that and really get to a point where everyone it it might not have gotten like the tiger king kind of like fire of trending you know but um i mean nothing will get that
1: (laughs) i mean it's it's like um how like hulu and the director of parasite said if you guys are open to reading subtitles there's actually a good amount other content that you can watch yeah, and even even if we're
0: taking that quote literally, there's this one's dubbed, so you don't even need subtitles. <laughs> Actually, I can't know.
1: So funny thing, when it comes to anime, right, there's a huge faction between people who like dubbed and subbed because mm-hmm. some people really don't like the dub version because the voice actors may sound very lame. It doesn't feel very natural. Yeah, in Japanese, it sounds so like I can totally imagine him talking in that manner, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, yeah, I, I, I agree too. But then I'm a person who likes to multitask when I'm watching something. I like to be playing video games or something. I don't want to be constantly looking up and down as opposed to I'll look down when I need to. Yeah. And so that's the funny thing is I like, well, yeah, I do prefer my anime dubbed. Why? So I don't have to keep staring at it when I'm playing a video game or if I'm doing chores or cooking or something.
0: Exactly. I do I'm the same way. Like even it bugs me when I'm watching a show that's in English and then they just have like half an episode that takes place in a flashback or some other country where they're speaking in another language and like have only subtitles i'm like man i don't want to fucking look up for half this episode i'm trying to do like i'm the same way where i always multitask when i'm watching something
1: yeah and i appreciate that and, it, and <laughs> when it comes out because there's definitely a few times where it's just like okay this is a decent anime but i'm also really bored because there's way too much dialogue <laughs>
0: that was kind of like did you watch um westworld season two
1: sure remind me what season two is about um
0: same shit as season one but just more complicated and more up its own ass wait is what's what season three out yeah it's actually uh yeah every sunday they've been showing new episodes okay then yeah
1: i did watch season two okay i think because okay season one was great because you um was it they didn't tell you what was going on exactly right but until season two came out, then they told you exactly what was going on. Why? The- of,
0: but they also asked a million other questions, or you're like, well, I don't even know what the hell's going on now because you answered maybe some questions from season one, but you just unboxed a million other new ones.
1: They did, but then I lost interest because it became very AI civil rights y. Yeah. And when the second it became that, I stopped watching it, and I remember a coworker I disliked basically worshiping the movie because she's like it is absolutely amazing. I'm like sorry. Are we, are we talking Twitter co-worker? <laughs> no, monster co-worker. She got laid ah. off shortly after. Gotcha. Like I huh. remember having such a difficult time working with her because she always liked to cut corners.
0: But, <laughs> so um, you, because she liked it, you hated the show after? <laughs>
1: no, it was actually before then. I was like it was pretty predictable and stuff. She's like but anyways. um, I,
0: I just thought it got too up its own ass, and what bugged me was like It just, I don't know, I need, like, one character who's, like, relatable or, like, fun to, like, watch. Like, and everyone was so goddamn bleak on the episode, so serious in the future in AI. And, like, how many times have we done this trope of, like, robots trying to be human and asking what what is really human? Like, Ex Machina did it. You know, other iRobot, like, I, you know, I I can't even remember now. But I feel like that trope's been overdone, you know, the, like, what is human? A robot wants to be human. Why can't I be human? Are humans really robots? They're not really human, you know?
1: No, Exactly. That is the thing that I'm completely over that trope. So during that time when Westworld came out, there's another video game that came out on PlayStation um, which was basically a artificial intelligent cop Mm -hmm. uh, made a decision and it's you can break the whole barrier of like the rules are restricting him but then there's a point where like you can break that and so this video game had like two or three different characters, protagonists that you follow along and how they grow and develop right and Mm -hmm. it became a whole like don't they also have feelings, too? Uh, shouldn't they have rights? And it became this whole... It became very preachy. Yeah. it's Yes, it's supposed to bring up a philosoph- philosophical point of like, well, if you create something, and if it did create pure free will, shouldn't that itself have, quote-unquote, a soul, a conscience? Shouldn't they deserve all that? You know, it came up... This game came out at the same time as Westworld. Mm. So when Westworld Season 2 became, oh, the cliffhanger we've explained the cliffhanger from season one is because of artificial intelligence and free will that I'm like, and I'm not giving season three a chance.
0: (laughs) I'm actually probably going to watch it. I mean, normally I wouldn't have been as interested if they continue that trope of like staying in the park and like same characters and whatever. But I will say the one thing, there's one thing that kind of, I shouldn't say one thing, two things that kind of make me intrigued at least. So I'll probably give it a few episodes. Um, Aaron Paul being the first one. What? Really? Yeah, Aaron Paul's in season three. He's like oh. not even just like a, like one episode. He's like one of the like main cast members in season three.
1: That's a little different, okay?
0: Yeah, and it's not just in the park. It's like they're like in like the future. Like I think it's some years since that event have happened. And it's not just in the park. We're actually seeing what the world looks like in this future society. So I think that's kind of cool. That's a cooler take on it. So that kind of intrigues me more and makes me want to watch it. And there's also another guy, uh, Vincent Castile. He's uh, he's an Italian actor. He was in like Jason Bourne. He's kind of a good action star, good tough guy actor. He's in it. So I don't know that unique take on it makes me a little more intrigued. So I think I'm going to like cautiously uh, be cautiously optimistic and watch like a few episodes just to see, but I'm not expecting much, you know?
1: Okay. Okay. I found the perfect title for our current episode. Recommendations <laughs> for extended quarantine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Deep, deep dive into TV. Cause what else is there to do? <laughs>
1: Yeah no okay so definitely if it if it doesn't explore the whole AI free will bullcrap thing that's overdone in every other literally AI movie like what was it um, what was a Harrison Ford one that goes oh, to the Blade future Runner. Blade Runner yeah it's another yeah, example of that
0: exactly yes that's like the one of the that's one of the ones where if I had lived in the eighties when that came out I would have been like okay this is a cool new concept I'm fine with it like same thing with Terminator but just since then there's just been so many movies where they do that.
1: It's uh, it's overdone. I I don't need it anymore. I'm trying to think what else. What's another good recommend? Oh, so buddy of mine, the uh, new Chris Chris Hemsworth movie on Netflix. Oh,
0: Extraction.
1: Extraction. So um, my my buddy of mine recommended that. He told me if you liked uh, was it Taken or John wick John Wick? If you like John Wick, you'll like this movie because. Like any other action movie, if you're watching it for plot, you're doing it wrong, but if you're watching it purely for killing action, stunts, and cool stuff, you're in the right place, and oh. it does and so this is what my friend said i it's on my list after I watched community um if you're watching purely for that, then boom, this is your movie, and it does and excel well in that.
0: You should cancel that and put dark on your list <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, Dark, I mean, at least, well, Dark's a TV series, so that'll take way longer, but Extraction is just a, is it a series or a movie? Movie. It's about a two-hour
1: long movie. Oh, there you go. You can stuff. knock
0: that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I heard the same John Wick comparison, which I was really surprised by. I, I, like, I didn't, like, looking at it, it didn't look like something that would have a John Wick kind of vibe to it, at least in, I don't know, at least in terms of the format, but I'm a little curious because the Russo brothers produced it, so.
1: Oh, did they really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that becomes like a thing. It's I, I think there's certain genres of movies and TV shows that people kind of take too seriously, and so because of that, it's like okay, well, it's like any other movie. Well, sometimes they do a really bad job of it, but then they actually did do the motif right.
0: Huh. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. I'll probably I got such a goddamn long list of shit. I'm like planning to binge <laughs> in the next few days. It's hard to fit anything else in, and people. The, the people just keep recommending shit. It makes it harder, you know?
1: Yeah, know absolutely. So it becomes a juggling act. So then um, you got to have to pick and choose which ones you want to watch, really.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I've i been binging pretty <laughs> – not to, not to be impressed about this, considering it just requires sitting on your couch and having a TV in front of you. But I've been binging a pretty good amount of shows lately. I did uh, – after Mr. Robot, I did Ozark – I think we talked about that a few episodes ago. Did uh, Olive Chappelle show, which I'm about 20 years late on that trend. Um, did Olive Cowboy Bebop, which are another show I'm like 30 years late on. <laughs> what it feels like. Uh, then I did Fleabag. Have you heard of that one? Have not. Never heard of that one actually. I'm surprised. I don't. Well, you know, I, at first I was thinking you might not like it because it seems very just not something I'd imagine you ever watch. <laughs> it's. Uh, do you know Phoebe Waller Bridge? Nope. She, uh, if you have your computer, you should look her up because you might recognize her. She was in Solo, she did the voice of one of that, that robot that had that weird sexual tension with Donald Glover. <laughs> oh, tall chick, British. <laughs> okay, well, anyways, <laughs> yeah, it's her show. She wrote it. Um, it's about basic kind of like 30 something dating, but it's in, um, it's in, uh, obviously, Brit, uh, somewhere in England. <laughs> and uh, it's, I don't know, it's actually really well done. It's really funny. I think she, like, it's one of those that's hard. It's kind of like, if you like community, it gives me a thought that you might like this one too. Although I feel like we. it's not something we immediately relate to. It's, like, funny still. So, you like, anyone who likes good humor should enjoy it. She does a cool thing where it's kind of like her going about her life. And then she does the thing where, like, it's as like she's experiencing stuff, she'll break the fourth wall and say things like I'm um, like in the middle of conversation. She'll just like very quickly, like within milliseconds, like be talking to a character, then say something to the camera and then be talking to the character again. Which I know breaking the fourth wall is like not the newest trope, but the way she does it is kind of unique. And I don't know, it just got a good dark sense of humor. And it's only 12 episodes total and they're each like 24 ish minutes. So I don't know, I'd recommend that one.
1: Yeah, so interesting about the fourth wall thing because I think um, another Netflix series. I mean, we should probably be um, sponsored by Netflix for this one.
0: <laughs> with how much PR we're giving, them. <laughs> all this free publicity because they're a real struggling company right now. They need our support. But no, um, what's that thing called? Um,
1: what's that? Uh, shoot, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the TV show. It's with Kevin Spacey. Oh um, yeah,
0: yeah, for House of Cards.
1: House of Cards. There we go. So House House of Cards. I think that's the first show at least in mainstream media, that really glorified the whole breaking the fourth wall because the protagonist or antagonist, however you want to call Kevin Spacey's role.
0: I think we could say antagonist considering what we know about Kevin Spacey now.
1: <laughs> yeah, but no, he always had a monologue about breaking the fourth wall. And when he did, he had like a whole spiel thing. And I think that's where he they really did it the first time really well. Mm-hmm. And so I think TV shows after that slowly try to adopt the whole fourth wall thing. Like how can we adopt it? How can we do it differently? Instead of having a monologue and exemplify that.
0: True. Yeah. I could see that. That could be like, that was kind of like the first show in a while that did that. I think what's cool about Fleabag is she does it like almost like in more of a millennial way (laughs) in that it's like quicker and like a lot more just concise. Whereas, you know, like when Kevin Spacey would do it on that show, it'd be like, this is blah, blah, blah. She does blah, blah, blah. You know, these like really formal speeches. Like I think with Fleabag, she does it in a way where like, it's almost like how we chat, you know, like you like imagine texting like multiple people at the same time. You're like switching in between chats, like really casually, but really like seamlessly. It's kind of how she breaks the fourth wall. It's like, she'll be talking to someone. And then for a millisecond, just make a comment. Like she'll say like, Oh yeah, it's totally fine. And then she'll like break the fourth wall and be like, it's not totally fine. I fucking hate this person. (laughs) Like things like that, you know? Oh, I like, kind
1: of like quick thoughts here and there. Let me insert if we could pause for a second. Like, like if you and I and another person were having a conversation you and I will have like a sidebar for a second.
0: Yeah. And it's like very quick. So I think that, and it, that quickness, like the contrast between what she's telling someone and what she actually thinks. And like, like one example is like, um, she, uh, <laughs> I almost don't want to say this. The very first episode, she's like hooking up with the guy in like the first scene and, um, she uh like he basically goes for it and like goes uh anal <laughs> and she uh get basically he's like all right i'm getting fucked in the ass and then randomly she'll like see the guy again and be like oh yeah what's his name and then she'll like looked in the camera and be like fucking the ass guy <laughs> so just humor like that i don't know accurate yep yeah. not yeah <laughs> i don't know what to say after fucking in the ass that really <laughs> it really says all i can say <laughs> I mean, for me, it's kind of like, I don't know what else to add to that now. <laughs> yeah, it's really the be all end all. Because uh,
1: I never really had that experience, nor can I really
0: add Oh, uh, never on that. really? That means you dabbled a little? <laughs>
1: no, no, not not to my
0: immediate knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good to know. At least you don't remember if it ever did happen. But um, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, my spiel. I think you should try like one episode of Fleabag. Unlike Dark, I think within one episode, you can kind of figure out if you like the show. And season two has Moriarty from uh, Sherlock. Ooh, wait, when are they going to bring that show back? That's a good question. I don't expect for, like, at least a year or two.
1: Oh, my gosh. Like, it's been a while. It's been a minute. Like,
0: it's been three I really years. Liked it.
1: Yeah, I really liked it. I really liked the story. Um it was a better take in my opinion than what's his face's Robert Downey Jr.'s on Sherlock. Like it was fun entertaining his rendition, but the Benedict Cumberbatch one is like a very nice modern day version one, which I really enjoyed.
0: Oh yeah, it's it's weird too. There's been so much like Sherlock. Like they had that like at the same time as like this version of Sherlock, there was that uh, other version. There was like an American TV show with uh, Lucy Lewis Watson. <laughs> Yeah, well, we all know how well that show did, right? No, that's the thing. It actually, like, got good reviews, too. Like, you would think it, like, looks terrible, but it was on for, like, a bunch of seasons and got pretty good reviews.
1: Oh, really, it did? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I never got...
0: Oh, I never saw it, so I wouldn't know, nor can I say. Um, yeah, I'm kind of Sherlocked out. Like, they made that Sherlock Holmes movie with uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Reilly, which was apparently terrible.
1: Oh, yeah, I was going to watch it just because I was like, oh, this looks stupid enough, but then after a while i think like the reviews came out and it was like everyone agreed it was objectively just horrible
0: which makes me really want to just get high and watch it (laughs) because i feel like that'd be an awesome time like even if it's terrible as long as you're high watching that shit that just sounds i don't know high or drunk whatever your preferred drug or drink is (laughs) that sounds about right yeah but uh no also um i was gonna say yeah the sherlock um if you really like sherlock that's why i actually think you'd like doctor who if you gave uh at least some of dr who a chance because um the 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 showrunner for sherlock is a guy named steven moffat this british writer slash showrunner and uh he does he did six seasons of dr who and like dude it's so like you can like see those exact same elements in sherlock it's so some showrunners like like we're talking about the russos like you can tell when the russos did something it's the same way with like his stuff like he also did dracula so if you look at sherlock Dracula that three uh, episode series that recently came out and Doctor Who the seasons he did it's like you can tell like every episode that he did it's the same style of each one but like a different like you know background like one's about Dracula one's the sci-fi and one's like Sherlock but yeah. yeah that's why I think you might like it
1: yeah so I think definitely um it's a good time right now for me to start watching the whole Doctor is Who episodes is
0: Wow, is that you agreeing that you're gonna watch it?
1: Hi Winston. Do you wanna say hi to the my podcast? You say hi Winston. Yeah. Okay, bye Winston.
0: <laughs> that's our second guest cameo. <laughs> bye every, Winston. Every week we should have a guest now.
1: Bye. bye. All right, for our listeners, that's my um
0: ladies. I oh, has a child.
1: <laughs> um oldest son, Winston crashed anyways yep
0: yeah. no <laughs> what were we talking about Doctor i don't who?
1: remember dr <laughs> Doctor who, Doctor who. To... yeah yeah so those angel episodes probably i should watch it now
0: well he actually actually well all right i'm not gonna get into it. he so he wasn't the showrunner for that episode but he wrote it so yeah you should try that weeping angel episode i'd recommend it
1: you know what? The second I finish community, that will be the thing I watch.
0: <laughs> Over extraction and uh, dark. Yes. Are you actually going to watch dark too? I don't know. We never Probably get not, to- no. What? I'm going to give dark a chance, you fuck.
1: It's not that. It's more like, oh my gosh, why do people keep recommending me? I don't know which one to start. But I like, think the I'm spot. probably going to have like a poll on Instagram later and be like, all right, which shows
0: do I watch? Well, that's next. a problem. Nobody's going to vote for dark because nobody knows about
1: it. <laughs> exactly.
0: That's true well you're gonna i I genuinely think of all the things we're talking about. I think you'd enjoy dark the most because uh it it's not horror well you like horror a lot right um thriller mystery suspense that kind of stuff Okay, exactly.
1: yes horror horror is in its own category, but thriller and suspense, yes
0: okay, well, it's all of those basically, along with like a good sci-fi kind of theme to it and good characters and don't you want to support diversity job <laughs> support germany
1: um there's a World War II joke somewhere in here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of that as I said it, but I was like, "Well, good thing we're in 2020." <laughs> I just,
1: it's the World War II joke at this point. I think is overdone, but at the same time, it's like if you say something like "There's a World War II joke here," I think it's funny enough.
0: Well, it's funny actually because the uh, in Dark that deals with time travel, it around like the recurring motif is 33 years, so like they keep going in 33 year intervals. So like 2019 to 1986 to 1953 or whatever it would be to 1921. That's, those are like the years. So they just like miss the Nazi years pretty much. So that never comes up in the show at all. That might've been done on purpose. Oh yeah. I'm absolutely <laughs> sure it was. Another thing that's like, even it's what like, this just give you an example of how like well thought out the show is. There's a metal song. There's one scene in the show where a kid is listening to metal music and, um, It's a band called Creator, and uh, they have, like, super dark, like, morbid lyrics. And a guy comes in, a police officer comes in and hears the lyric, and he, like, calls out one of the lyrics. The lyric is, my only aim is to take many lives, the more, the better I feel. And um, then the police officer is like, what the hell are you listening to this? This is, like, morbid, dark shit, you know? And, like, the specific time that that lyric comes in that they keep kind of referring to throughout the show is at 33 seconds. (laughs) Like, that's the level of detail they put into this shit
1: wow oh that reminds me so i i was listening to trivium the other day the uh the album you
0: recommended oh yeah i was gonna bring that up yeah you listen to the whole thing yeah so i definitely do dig like
1: the whole instrumental behind it but the thing is that I, I still can't get down with the singing so it's very it's the type of singing that i'm not really a big fan of so it's one of those things where it's like i don't think trivium could ever be on my list of like artists that i i enjoy
0: that's fair i actually didn't know you didn't like the vocals i thought you listened to them a little throughout is it the screaming or the singing or both? The singing. The screaming's not even a problem. <laughs> really? You don't like the singing? I don't like the singing. It's very...
1: um. I don't like it. I just don't... I, like, I've heard other people, other bands that have that same type of singing and I'm like, I just don't like it.
0: Oh, interesting. I just can't get by that. Does it sound like Metallica to you? The singing? No, uh, Metallica's better in my opinion. Interesting. Because a lot of people say it sounds like the singer Metallica, which I don't really see, but I guess it's a similar style of like the grunting with like aggression and not really like melodic singing you know
1: no it sounds almost operatic in certain things it's like mm. actually i don't even like opera so i don't know <laughs> um
0: he there was one album where they had the producer of disturbed <laughs> the singer of disturbed produced the album and i was so goddamn nervous because i was like thinking he was gonna come out of the albums so i'm like Ooh, wah, like doing that shit <laughs> that'd be funny no but um yeah no, i know i i really
1: like everything else just not the singing so i couldn't really like get through it that's fair.
0: Well, as long as I mean, I think the riffs, personally, I think the riffs and the instrumentals and like how crazy and technical it is, that's like what I like the most. But I do like the vocals, but fair enough. for each his own. You yep. listen to any music? Um,
1: actually, I'll yeah, give me a second. Let me pull up my uh, Spotify. There's so there's a song, it's about Mario, <laughs> like the um video game. Okay, actually, really funny. Can't remember what's it called, but it's basically kind of just like this. Telling Mario, "Hey, you should not really go after Peach because she sucks."
0: <laughs> um, All right, wow. that's a that's a genius lyrical concept. I'm already on board. <laughs> oh, it's
1: called uh, "Hey Mario" by Patent Pending. Huh?
0: So Is it it like, real band? it's like bands like they're actually right. Like, I don't
1: know. It was like you know when you let Spotify run and it, it tries to suggest music similar to your playlist. It was that oh nice okay all right i'll check it um, out <laughs> another song that i'm like super into right now is la la laney by forever the sickest uh forever the sickest kids
0: is that pop punk that sounds like pop punk. yeah it
1: is <laughs> <laughs> nice. so i really like the song because it's like it's like a parody song and i love it and mm. my current song it came out a few years ago but i've been listening on a repeat these last couple of days is rest in peace harambe
0: <laughs> Jeez, yeah that was a trend from a while ago it's funny i actually saw a meme related to harambe it was the pic it was a picture of a roller coaster and the caption at the top was like as soon as harambe like it's a roller coaster right before it does the big drop and it has like next to the roller coaster before it's about to do the drop it has a caption like harambe's death and then like the bottom of the roller coaster has been like the world ever since basically saying like the world's been downhill ever since harambe died yeah let's just say that
1: a lot of things have gone bad since harambe died but um yeah no this song is a medium song that uh, was produced by elon musk <laughs> and yeah
0: wow all right i've been playing that for a little bit <laughs> We're giving out some solid musical recommendations on this podcast we should, maybe we should like make that a regular thing in every episode, like give like one or two songs that we recommend people listen to.
1: Hey, all I'm saying is that we're just making recommendations, especially for certain communities where they extended the shelter in place uh, thing for people.
0: Yeah, true. Well, I feel like that's everything. We, we pretty much touched on all of our TV recommendations, right? <laughs> Do you have anything else?
1: I'm trying to think if there's any other recommendations that we can give right now. Well, all I can say is please stay safe, enjoy some of our recommendations, uh, and we'll be back to review some more other stuff, more
0: talk less serious stuff. Up. I actually do have one more, even though you just had a smooth outro. <laughs>
1: Damn, you suck.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I might have done that on purpose, but uh, Peep Show, you ever of a show called Peep Show?
1: <laughs> is it about what I think it
0: is? Uh, Boobs? Nudity? Sure. No. A bit of porno. <laughs> Not about that at all. I don't know why it's called Peep Show, honestly, but it's uh do you like british humor at all
1: i don't know <laughs> i really don't <laughs> like know how to answer dis- that As
0: in, i don't know Yeah, you know, it's uh well i guess you must in a way because you like the office right
1: yeah but then okay so i heard season one is very more british and then like they digressed from that so i don't know
0: Okay, well, Fleabag is actually British humor, so that would be another good, like, test of whether you like British humor. Peep Show, dude, this show was, like, this is the most hidden gem I can't believe was overlooked. It's from like the early 2000s. It's six episodes um, a season, and it's nine seasons, and they do one each year. But, uh, yeah, dude, this is, like, a hidden gem of comedy. I swear to God, it's so fucking funny. Like, I think it's not just British people that can get into it. It's, like, they do a similar thing with Breaking the Fourth Wall, but it's unique in that, like, It'll be these, like, idiot characters, like, experiencing things, and then they'll have, like, they'll, like, show what they're thinking. Like, that's a very relevant thing. You know, some TV shows do that where a character is experiencing something, and then it'll show what they're thinking. But this is, like, whenever they do anything, you hear them talk and you hear them say things. But, uh, yeah, Beep Show, really fucking good show. I'm not going to say any of the lines because I can't remember and I won't butcher them. (laughs) It's really fucking funny.
1: All right, wait, where can I watch that on?
0: Amazon Prime, do you have that? Yes, I do. All right. uh, I might be watching Psych instead, dude. I sw- okay. I know Christine loves Psych, and she might kill me for this, but you should really prioritize Peep Show. I think I genuinely think you'll find Peep Show hilarious. Like, <laughs> of all, I know I've given you a million recommendations, but I really think it, just do one episode. I swear to God, it's only twenty four minutes. Just put it on. I think you'll laugh.
1: Can you get Christine to add me on Facebook so I can message her that you said otherwise about Psych?
0: I'll tell her that she'll probably. She'll be offended, but she'll get over it. <laughs> righty. on that note, enjoy yes. our
1: recommendations. Please stay safe. Please stay sane. Please don't hit your children or wives if you're a domestic violence person. If you're a person that really is just going stir crazy and you actually have a stable job, honestly, just shut the fuck up because you have no right to complain.
0: Other yeah, than that. I actually have another right. Rec- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to ruin your outro again. <laughs> I'm trying to end us on a good note
1: and a PSA to make sure that everyone's okay.
0: Yeah. Stay safe. Watch peep show. That's my outro. (laughs) Peep show and dark. All right. Bye. Yeah.